Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Kind of an Expert podcast. As always, my name is Corey Tyndall, and this week I chatted with comedian and good friend that I've known for a couple of years, Amama Sardar, uh, about spirituality and specifically crystals. Um, this is a concept and a philosophy that's uh, super personal to her, and it was always kind of funny seeing her at comedy clubs passing out crystals to people that she was talking to, so I wanted to sit down and get to know a little bit more about uh, the concepts as a whole and kind of what it means to her personally. So uh, this was an incredibly interesting episode for me. Uh, if you want to find more of Amama, you could check out her Instagram, which is uh, in the show description below. Uh, and she also writes a lot of satirical articles for Flex Magazine and Little Old Lady Comedy. So definitely go read those. They're, uh, they're pretty funny and they're great reading for the pandemic. So Without anything else from me, let's get into the episode. Yeah, so you're in Crown Heights area. Yes. Which, but you're not... Did you grow up in the city? I always forget like exactly your story because you came from like Rhode Island uh, down to do stand up and it really threw me off that you have like roots here because I always think of you like I think of Stephen Pratt or Chris Ryder or myself where it's like we came here to do stand up. I always think that Chris is also someone who grew up in New York which is funny but um, <laughs> I, I grew up in Queens and I like li like was born in Queens uh, lived there for a tiny bit and then um, my family moved out to Long Island so Huntington Huntington okay. yeah and that's like our whole neighborhood was like all brown people who had like left the city um, wow. <laughs> and then I went to Rhode Island to teach and then ended up staying there which is why I started stand up in Rhode Island which is like it confuses everyone like no one knows where I'm from just like in real life well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was kind of just like seeing it the pair is like, oh, no, you're kind of familiar with the, the city, but um, not the comedy scene. So it was, uh, I don't know. It was it was interesting. So moving to moving to Rhode Island, was that like that wasn't for that was for a job, right? Like you got pulled out of the city or were you like, fuck it, I got to get out of this city. It's falling apart. Blah, blah. Like you hear that sometimes like kind of where where are you at on that um so i wanted to leave new york just because i was like at some point i'm going to come back and like live in new york city but i want some part of my life to not be in one place so when i applied to like teach for america i basically um applied for every single city that was cool and then i got rhode island <laughs> so like they gave like i put like dc philly um, oh my God, like so many places. And then at the end they were just like, all right, welcome to Rhode Island. And I struggled yeah. being like, I remember being like, should I even go? Like, what the fuck is Rhode Island? But then I went. Was it good? I mean, that was like, I don't know the, it's interesting to hear when people go to places that they don't really want to be like how they kind of cope with it. Right. So like, did you get Rhode Island? You're like, 
fuck, I guess I'm reading my horoscopes every day now. Well, so I was just happy that I got in, and then I was like, oh, I wonder if oh, I'm going to be in, like, Philly or Las Vegas. Like, I really, <laughs> like, picked some place, or, like, L.A. And then when I saw Rhode Island, I was like, okay, all right, cool. Like, maybe. Um, but then I think it just... Honestly, I didn't have any other jobs after um, college. So no matter what, I was going to take the position. It just meant that I needed a car now. Um, but Rhode Island is so cheap. Like, everything evened out. Like, rent in Rhode Island is like $500, 900 for like a single bedroom. Like, it is really, really cheap. That's fucking awesome that would not that's <laughs> why oh man yeah i like remember um th- my first apartment like by myself i was just like oh my god like i'm paying nothing and everyone in new york was like paying the exact amount to live with like four people which is what i'm doing now <laughs> so yeah how was that shift because i like i'm living by myself for the first time now and i've never lived by myself before i could imagine the reverse of that like living by yourself for however many years and then coming back to the city and having to live with like steven pratt it'd just be like this huge this huge i cried i was like this is the worst decision i've ever made (laughs) um no i think honestly i just really wanted to because i by the time i even when i was living by myself by the time like I was doing enough comedy in Boston and I just felt like I wanted more. And then I also just wanted to like be around my family. So it kind of worked out where I was like, I'm going to make this sacrifice just because I want to be around people I love and I want to do the thing that I really, really love. Um, So that like, and it wasn't, I knew I was never going to be home. So this fucking whole situation now sucks because this is the most I've been home. (laughs) I know everyone says that, but really like I never... I think like my roommates, even Pratt was home way more than I was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause I have so many friends. <laughs> I mean, that was, well, congratulations on all your friends, but, um, the, uh, no, that was, I've, I've said it on this podcast before is like before the pandemic, me and pretty much every comedian who had a day job would have this job where they have to go in and they're interacting with people from nine to six and then every day, or at least five days a week it was like all right then six to eleven you're interacting with a new set of co-workers which is just comedians yeah and then it's just like it's social everything social like you never if i had one day to myself out of two weeks i would like just sit there and just like completely go blank with my mind i was like i'm gonna enjoy the shit out of this time to myself and then when the pandemic hit it was like oh guess uh guess i gotta get to know myself a little bit more i know i used to even a lot of time here i took it like one step further where like i'm friends with a lot of people in my neighborhood so even after doing comedy i would like go to the local bar and just like hang out yeah Um, because I was like, well, I need to have some sort of balance of like work comedy and then like an actual social life. Um, so, and I still do that. Like now that there's outdoor dining or whatever, um, that bar is just like the regular. So I still, I know like there's some shows that are coming back, but my, my routine is the same where I'm just like at night, I'm going to go say hi, grab a drink and then like go sit outside for a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. It sucked. I don't like to get to know myself. I'm pretty cool, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly how I kind of feel. I'm like, oh no, I'm pretty cool. But then as soon as I'm by myself, I'm like, no, no, 
<laughs> yeah. How are other people dealing with me? That's well, I was kind of also like then like everyone around me was just like getting into relationships during the pandemic and I was like, What the fuck is going on? Like this is a right? fucking like this is some weird, cruel joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was uh I actually I just tweeted this the other day, but like can you imagine how intense the cuffing season is gonna be this year? Because when not is only cuffing is season? Like, can you can you Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are the dates? So, Am I, I can't fall behind this year. <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta you gotta be with it because people are gonna get snapped up real quick. Um, cuffing, it's pretty much just like when the temperature starts dipping down. September, like it's pretty. Yeah, kind of September time. It's when like you know people are kind of preparing like their winter bodies. Like you know you know how like towards the end of the summer, right around Labor Day, you start to like you know uh, give in to your urge to buy candy at the at the bodega. Yeah, I still do just, that like, shit in summertime. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I also drink. I drink. I was out with Dan Yang and Kyle Turner yesterday, and we each had like frozen margarita slushies. Those are like nine hundred yeah. calories and have like fifty grams of sugar. So I I stopped caring about my summer body like last summer fair because we got the this is why i'm not in a relationship uh, (laughs) a a frozen margarita is definitely not a cuffing season drink i'm talking like apple cider like like fall shit so So this is like end of september shit because september is hot as fuck until like september 20th and then things get sad right pretty much i mean in michigan it kind of starts beginning of september so i'm i'm used to a little bit longer cuffing season but essentially it's just like you know we're we're the the theory is that we're pretty much just like animals like how bears start to like stock up on food because they're about to go hibernate like uh people try and find like someone to be with during the winter because in new york like you assume you're going to be inside a lot more and so you're trying to like you're you're trying to handcuff somebody this is giving me like actual anxiety because (laughs) i honestly feel like this better happen i don't know how i hate dating apps um i do meet people regularly honestly like even outside but i hate all of them right now I slept mm-hmm. with someone's cousin recently. Like, things aren't looking great Ooh, for that's, me. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> I was still in summer mode. I was like, well, I'm going to have sex at least once. I, yeah. Well, yeah. you got another month of summer mode. And then and then maybe it's like maybe time to fire up the dating apps. Funny you bring that up. Uh, my The last episode of this podcast uh, that just came out was on dating apps. <laughs> we definitely Who's an expert on dating apps? A little bit. Uh, a couple of my coworkers, Anna Maria and uh, Sarah, because oh, they uh, I want to talk to kinda, them. Yeah, I'll I'll set you guys up, or I guess you could just listen to the just episode, to, yeah. and then uh, <laughs> and then it'll be like you were right in the room with us. Um, but they, uh, yeah, they both found boyfriends on dating apps that they're like fucking in love with now. And part of me is like, you're so in love with them because you're so terrified of being alone this winter. There's just oh, like, yeah, I, that's what I mean. Are you kidding? I will, I will like cook clean. I'm going to sacrifice all of the things that I care about. So I don't have to like spend winter alone with no comedy. I can't be by myself. I'm just going to jump out my window. This is not, I'm not, I'm kidding. I'm not going to actually do that. <laughs> I'm an well, expert not by on yourself. suicide. You got Stephen Pratt. Yeah, right. Well, that's, Stephen uh, and yeah, I barely a... hang out. He's not, he's. I know. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it's it's funny that I could just picture like you know Stephen busting into your room, like your Instagram story of him going into your room and working out with this new thing. It's just like God, that's the most annoying roommate thing that could ever happen. <laughs> So I'm just making fun of him. He's, uh, he was just on uh, two episodes ago. So um, he's actually kind of relevant to this. So um, <clears throat> with the pandemic thing, and actually what I wanted to, to talk to you about, because maybe you've got an answer for me, is like throughout the pandemic, I've just been so bored and I guess uh, lonely in some ways that I've that I actually started reading the horoscope apps that my coworkers got me to download which ones i think um oh shit. the pattern uh, is i have downloaded the pattern Co-Star? but i've only looked at it once i think it's sanctuary Ooh, i haven't heard of that uh, one yeah sanctuary i don't know it's got like an upside down triangle thing and then it you know you put in your um your sun moon and rising thing and then it tells you something that's like vaguely accurate for any day of the week but part of me is like i can't decide is it really just like i have so much time to myself and that i've run out of instagram and i'm literally just looking for more content or is this the kind of shit that happens that gets people into like spirituality and like crystals and shit like that Oh, I think like a lot of depression gets people into spirituality and crystals. <laughs> like I think I especially because I feel like with our generation of people, like we a lot of people don't believe in God, but they're still like yep. looking for something. Yeah. Um because maybe like also the concept of like religion and God has been taught to us in such a like I'm going to use the word fascist way, but it's not fascist. There's another word for it. Um, In the sense of like, uh, there's only like wrong and right and you're going to go to heaven or hell. And I feel like most of us just don't believe that. Um, So horoscopes and like uh, crystals and spirituality are interesting because it kind of gives you an out. Like you're basically like, well, I do pray and I do believe in something, but it might be based around like energy and love as opposed to like a like my mom being like if you don't pray five times a day you're gonna go to hell (laughs) it's like no mom i'm probably gonna go to hell because i've like fucked everyone so let's yeah because you just fucked your friend's cousin exactly (laughs) (laughs) so what did you i guess let's let's start from kind of the beginning what did you specifically grow up as muslim religiously Muslim and then is there like a certain sect to Muslim that you were a part of or I, just kind of like I, I don't know too much about that there's like religion. two sects but they're kind of it's like you're Shia or Sunni um, the Sunnis are like the, the most like common so that's what we were um, growing up was like I did go to like some sort of like religious Sunday school for a tiny bit which was interesting okay. I uh, the whole time was an asshole like I refused to listen <laughs> and my dad yeah. was like like my dad enjoyed that part because he was like no like religious people <laughs> can be awful and terrible because he also had to go through that when he was in Pakistan but my mom oh. was like no like you'll make friends and you should be friends with more like like Muslim girls, kind of like how my mom feels now too. But yeah, um, yeah, she still got that hope for you. Yeah, she's like, how she's many like, other Muslim comedians do you know? Yeah, basically. And then she's like, are there any You're women? Like, All three of them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like I grew up like relatively kind of in a religious household. Um, but my mom was super religious, 
And now they've, like, obviously, since I, like, left to Rhode Island for a few years, like, there's some things that they've been like, well, this is your life, you're going to live it however. But um, I try not to argue with them that, like, praying five times a day isn't going to do shit. Um, it's also their belief. It feels wrong to do that. <laughs> Yeah. So like when you go visit, if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to my parents for the weekend. Are you like those two days you're praying five times? No, a, but those a day two days just to like please them. No, I, I, I can't. I just don't feel anything for it. Those two days I'm prepared to get into a fight about it. And then those two days I don't drink <laughs> because there's no alcohol yeah, and I'll dress like right. a nice person. Like I currently am wearing like short shorts and a crop top, but it's also like 100 degrees in my room. Um, yeah, but even I with mean, like Muslim households, they're like, nope, like you're gonna like be in modest. the house. Yeah, it's like, like a weird. A it's like, yeah, and it's not all households. Interesting, but um, my my family still a little bit more um, conservative in that sense, which sucks because it's like I'm the complete opposite, and it's really hard to to navigate those worlds. Um, but I also cover up because like I have tattoos on my back, so I'd rather just not have them see that either. Wait, do they know about the tattoos? Absolutely or are you not. just like, absolutely. No way. <laughs> All right, and they're they're not gonna listen to this? I, I don't know, there's like a bunch of podcasts out where I'm like talking about how I would like to get railed by like multiple people, so I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> I don't want that anymore, I want a relationship now. So if anyone's listening, yeah. I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> Unless that's also what you're into, yeah. then hit her up. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Um, the- <laughs> That'd be interesting if she, you just got to convince her that podcasts are, uh, against being Muslim. Yeah. I, mean, like, I didn't mean to say I wanted to be it. in a gangbang. It's just a joke. It was a joke. You're like, mom, <laughs> it's comedy. Come on. You don't get it. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've run into that a couple times where I've, I've said something and then I forgot that my mom listens. So oh, your like, mom listens to like, this? That's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, um, and yeah, she's a she's a good fan. I appreciate the listens, but every once in a while, I I, I say something I probably shouldn't, and then I'm like, ah, oh, shit, <laughs> damn it, uh, and then it's like, all right, do I want to like Frankenstein this podcast, or do I want to like you know, or half the time I like put it out without even remembering I said it, and then yeah. she texts me, and I'm like, oh yeah, my bad, uh, <laughs> maybe shouldn't have said that, but whatever i i appreciate her her listening there so that's that's an interesting dynamic that you have so it was like you pretty much it sounds like you pretty much went to like a sunday school just enough to realize that it's kind of bullshit um which is essentially exactly what happened to me it was like we went to church every sunday for like eight months and all i would do is like argue with the teenage uh like (laughs) helper person that was like helping the small kids and then we stopped and then i was just like oh okay so this is dumb like i won this argument so i guess i'm not (laughs) religious now (laughs) when did you when did you stop uh i think um i think we went from the time that i was like eight and a half to like a little over nine years old oh, okay so it's just like yeah it wasn't like i was just being a piece of shit really like i wasn't thinking about any of this in the broader theological sense it was just like you know i like to argue uh but uh so when did when did you kind of start realizing like the muslim thing wasn't for you but then you also needed something else to kind of fill that void 
Um, I don't, I, like, I think that, like, I still would sometimes, like, just look up at the moon and be like, well, I hope shit works out. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it was some point in Rhode Island um, where I just was, like, going through, like, a tough time. I think I had just gotten dumped um and then i went to the grand canyon uh with some friends because like my friend was moving to california so we did this like cross-country road trip and i was like like pretty intensely depressed um but at the canyon like there were some people who were like here's some like crystals and this is what they do and i knew i was like it's not like there's like like even now i'm not like oh wow me holding this is gonna cure something it just felt like nice to be in nature and like with the earth um and then there were like some cool moments too where there would be like a like a fire what's that thing called the meteor showers and we would just (laughs) be that's what immigrants call them firestorms (laughs) the grand canyon blew up did you not hear about that um but yeah it was just like like moments like that and i was just like talking to people who do like energy healing which i also think is a kind of a little bit of bullshit but um at the time i also was just like hey like i really i just need something and i just started to read about like just the energy around us and some of that shit like made sense to me where i was like you know like there i can recall moments where i feel like a certain way if I'm like around certain people who can be like just so consuming and so negative uh, and so yeah. draining. Um, and then also like just like the, the pure feeling of like love. Like when you think when you're really sad and you think about the moments that you felt most loved, there is like some really intense energy that comes along with that. Um, and it makes you feel exponentially better, I think. So like a lot of that stuff was interesting to read about and sometimes I still will go back to those places like emotionally to be like well this is a time where I felt like however I felt or this is like how someone made me feel super loved and um I think that's why I started to be like oh like I think you can actually heal through certain energy and emotions um and then got really obsessed with crystals (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean like if it worked for you it totally totally makes sense there so is like and if i'm like trying to pick this apart when i definitely shouldn't be please tell me that i'm i'm doing it wrong but like is does the crystal kind of symbolize like the feeling that you're thinking about like when you pick up a a crystal is it like reminding you of the time that you felt super loved or is it like I guess how how do you look at the crystal if someone hands you one or gives it to you as a gift like how do you how do you kind of think about that action from them um it's usually like so like each crystal has like certain um properties or like certain meanings behind it so sometimes people um like they're like a crystal that's pink symbolizes love Right, and then like something that's green is usually like healing. And in fact, when I moved here and when I was in Providence, a lot of times I would just like go pick up a bunch because they're so cheap. They're like little rocks. Um, Yeah, but I like it's literally a rock. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, (laughs) Um, and I would like go to like one of those like weird mystical stores because they have a bunch in Providence, and um, it was like I would just give them to people in New York because a lot of people 
would just tell me things <laughs> like unsolicited. They'd be like, I just feel really sad. And I was like, all right, I, okay. Um, but then, you have a very uh, approachable personality. Uh, yeah, but sometimes you see, it's a little you too approachable. Because <laughs> like I've had really random people tell me like really intense things. And I'm like, oh man, I just, I don't know you enough to like truly like sit here. Um, so what yeah. I started to do. Hey man, I just wanted some pizza. Yeah. Like, could you I, not put your burden of your parents' death on me right now? Because that's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I just wanted, I thought you were going to buy me a drink and not tell me about your life. Like, is it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think what it started to do for me, what I really started to like about it was like, sometimes like a lot of comics would be like, well, I just really want this thing or whatever. And like, I used to have a lot of green ones and I'd be like, hey, like, I don't know if you believe in this, but I sometimes like to carry these around just because it like makes me feel a little bit more hopeful. So if you're going through something like, here you go. And I just thought like I was, I did this every time I was drunk and I thought people thought I was absurd and ridiculous. And then during it, it it did come off as a little absurd and ridiculous. Yeah, of course it did. It's insane. Like I haven't done it in so long. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny though. It was, it was funny. It was like so harmless and everyone could tell us like, Oh, you're, you're doing this cause like you really like doing this. So we were like, all right, cool. Our mom was just giving out crystals. Yeah, and, like, the weird thing is that, like, a few people um, at first were like, okay, what? And I was like, no, don't worry. Like, I I understand your reaction. I'm insane. Like, there's no, like, most people when they meet me think I'm, like, one of my friends said, I thought you were the weirdest person because I met you. And after five minutes, you said, oh, there's a party. Do you want to come with me? And she was like, I thought I was going to get murdered by you. it's like no like you said that you were new and i was like yeah like come along um so but during quarantine a lot like a lot of comedians uh texted me and they were like hey just like um i still have your crystal with me and i thought they were going to be like well see bitch it did not help look at the situation that we're in (laughs) Uh, which is what i was expecting i was like oh shit i've angered so many people um (laughs) but instead they were like oh it's just like a reminder of like this time and i like just wanted you to know that i appreciated it so i think like now it's just become a way for me to be like oh like hey like I might not know you as well, but I hope that this is something that makes you feel better. And if it's not, obviously you could throw it on the fucking floor. It's a rock. Right. It's not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> um, don't do it in front of me. That's mean. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Any gift. Like if I handed you any anybody anything and they just tossed it on the ground with me watching them, I'd be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, oh, my God. Start crying. Um, yeah, but yeah, right. I, I like it now though. I like this. I like the crystals. I like when people tell me if I, especially if I know you well enough. If you're like, here's like a situation where I feel like I deserve more love. Um, I had so many on me that I'd just be like, here's a rose quartz. It's supposed to like, in like ancient times, and some people still believe that it enhances like love and self love. And like, I hope that when you look at this, you think about self love. So that's why I'm a weirdo. <laughs> no, but you're still like, um, I, 
I don't think there's anything really weird about just like, you know, picking symbols of stuff. Like people always have uh, symbols for religious and spiritual stuff. And you still kind of have that like comedian cynicism to it where like deep down you're like, yeah, it's a fucking rock. So. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be like, hey, I heard that you um, have cancer. (laughs) Here's something. This has healing properties. Like I'm not that crazy. Rub Um, it on the tumor. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's like very. Very like mundane, like very like normal, like this boy doesn't like me type of stuff where I'm like, hey, you don't, he doesn't have to like you. You just have to like yourself. Here's a rock. Right. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of nice though. Like it's, it's nice to get a a crystal from somebody just because you know, like it means something to them. And so, you know, if like, if I picked up a rock off the ground and then gave it to somebody, they'd kind of be pretty shallow of like, cause they're like, obviously he didn't assign any meaning to it, but obviously for you, it actually does mean something. So I think that's kind of what the, the comedians that called you over the pandemic were kind of talking about. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for one of them, it was really funny. And he was like, I put this crystal in my plant and the plant started to grow. And I was like, are you just fucking with me? He's like a little bit, but it did. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I also put some water in it and, uh, gave it some sunlight. It also yeah, started to grow. So, but the crystal is there. So we can't say it wasn't the crystal. Um, no, that's, that's interesting. So like, I guess from then, uh, well, Okay, let me rewind a little bit. So what are kind of the main crystals that are like kind of the most common? And then are there like different levels of crystal? Like some of if they have like certain features, they're like more powerful. Is it really just like, I don't know how deep this goes. So you very well could just tell me like, no, dummy, they're still rocks. Like I was going to say that. I was like, well, they're all rocks. But um, (laughs) there's there's some like when I was in um, Arizona, uh, there's some that are like like raw in the sense like they're not polished and they're pretty sharp. And I always just assumed that those were like the best ones Um, just because I was like, they are all natural, like fresh from the ground. (laughs) Um, But then like so I think some of the main ones like I love rose quartz because it's like self-love. Um, uh, there's like adventurine, which it's or adventurine, which just sounds like adventure, but it's like green and it's like for success. Um, hmm. A lot of people have amethyst, and that's supposed to be helpful for like anxiety and like like de-stressing. Um, I'm looking around my room because I have so many. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> a lot of people started to give me crystals in return, like, because they thought they, it was sweet. But I was like, you don't think I have a hundred at my house? Like, this is the worst present. I do this for yeah. people. <laughs> don't steal my thing. It's, it's hack at this point. You're stealing my act. Basic. Well, it was just like some people were like, well, you gave me a crystal. And I was like, well, yeah, bitch, I have so many. <laughs> Why are mm-hmm. you giving me a, like... But it was really nice. Thank you for everyone like, who did I want that. You, I um, want you to give me a beer. I yes, give you exactly. a crystal, you give me a beer. Come on. <laughs> Get with the program. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like, so those three, uh, there's also like um, black tourmaline, which is like good for um, like negativity. And then there's one I'm holding in my hand. It's clear. It's a clear quartz. And that's supposed to be about like self-discovery and self-love. Again, I don't know who made up all of this stuff. 
but I do imagine <laughs> that it does come from like tribes and indigenous people around the world. Because even in Pakistan, um, you have people who are like really dedicated to studying or like are really spiritual in that sense. And they feel like um, whatever's from the earth is like the most healing, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely a whole lane across there. And there's just like the base line level of these crystals just look pleasing like yeah like I'm, I'm not into crystals at all but like the hardware store around the corner from my new place has a bunch of like kind of crystally rock things and i'm like oh i don't assign any value to that but if i put it on a table it would look nice yeah so i could definitely see how that started it just hasn't gotten me a boyfriend so it's interesting because i have so many <laughs> of these yeah. pink ones but no boyfriend no boy. Do you think yeah. it's because well, I offer the men that I like uh, a crystal when I meet them? I don't think it's well. <laughs> I'm in the first five minutes, it's a little strong. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is for you to um, love me. Yeah, maybe maybe take the anti-anxiety crystal on the first date, and then that way you're you're chill and cool for that first one, and then you can start handing out the love rocks. That's true. Or just I could a just, theory. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'll take advice from your friends on your last podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so is there like with these crystals, and this just popped into my head, I haven't thought about birthstones since I was like fucking 10 years old and my mom got me an emerald uh, like crystal th or there was like some emerald in something she gave me but it was like is there some significance to like getting your birthstone or like how does that kind of does it Ooh. mix with astrology at all i think so in that sense? there's some because there are like i'm january's like a garnet or whatever but i think there's like definitely some um properties to to birthstones um I was, i'm trying to think like even like colors are really interesting. Like green is, like I said before, like it's supposed to be like for success. Um, things that are pink are usually like geared towards love. Like I know there's like an opal one that's like bluish with like dots. Like I, there's like uh, colors apparently are pretty significant. Um, so I think birthstone. I've like I've read a few things when I was younger. I was like obsessed with birthstones. Um, I really like the one for January. It's like maroon, reddish. Um, but I don't know too much more about that. I'm pretty sure there's like, obviously they're all crystals. Like they have like cross, like, I don't know. What's that word in English? They're uh, all like, they're all related. Know, yeah. Yes. Um, do you think a crystal is going to help me learn English better? Uh, no, okay. there's no learn English <laughs> crystal that I know of. I mean, but I'm not the expert here. You're, That's you're true. definitely That's more true. qualified to, <laughs> to answer that one. The Maybe answer like is the right no. mix of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe the, like the right mix of crystals will get you to uh, learning <laughs> learning a language better, despite you growing up in New York. So it's not. <laughs> I know, but I went to I went back to Pakistan twice before I was like seven. So I learned Urdu and Punjabi, and was gotcha. a weird kid and went to ESL. So English <laughs> English was like my first language tied with like two other first languages like i called my cousin uncle all the time i was weird um but yeah well glad to see nothing's changed nope, nothing's it's changed. just it's just changed what you're into <laughs> <laughs> so um so i guess with you 
uh, or I guess in the in the general sense, and then with you specifically, like how does this kind of play into general spirituality in terms of like how, answering the questions that like religion is trying to answer here? Like these these bigger questions. Is this kind of like a um, kind of like a mechanism to get to those answers in the same way, or do you feel like this is something completely different? Um, for me, it might be a little different. It might be also like a coping mechanism. Um, cause I don't know what the overall answer is. I don't know what's going to ever happen. Like when we die, like, I just, I don't know. I just know that in my head, there's no heaven or hell. Um, right. but I do think one thing that this stuff has helped me answer because everything is so related to the core of the earth, um, is this idea that like energy is so important and um like a lot of the energy that we talk about comes from this idea of love so i think like that's where i would say like it answers some of those questions for me where before when you look at the idea of god you're like oh it's something to be feared but for people who love shit like (laughs) like this they're like no it's like (laughs) based on like love and understanding and the more that you give yourself that same energy the more you can create a better life for you. And I also want to say that this is some like white people shit, of course, because there's some, oh, yeah. like there's a, like, <laughs> it's, it's a very like white American shit as we're like bombing other countries and making sure that people don't get to live the life that they want to live. Um, <laughs> so I do, I acknowledge that a thousand percent, but I think like for me at least, it like helps me answer this question of like, I don't like think of, um, like a higher being is something that's like something that's going to punish me, but more of just like an energy thing that's like based around like love and um, understanding. And it's not like if I'm pr- like, if I'm like, Oh, I really want this. It's not like I'm going to get it. Like, that's not why I yeah. pray. I just usually I'm like, man, I hope this shit ends. <laughs> and I just say that to the moon. <laughs> you, you mean your life? Like, what are we talking about? Oh, no, ends? this whole everything this year, like the, the bad Got stuff it. that All happened right. this year. So Cause this year, making can sure end, that but... wasn't another suicide joke. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't need to pray for that. You can just jump out the window. You, uh, you explained this earlier. Uh, <laughs> Um, so that's, I mean, okay, that's interesting. I had a thought and then I had a joke and I derailed myself and that, <laughs> which that's how that normally goes. Um, but, uh, okay. So it's not trying to answer to you like the, oh, I know what I was going to ask. Um, so is this like, is this concept of like, there's a higher being that's all about kind of love? Is this kind of a situation for you where you feel like, you know, the, the crystals are a part of that. And then part B to that is like, do you feel like you have to do something to earn that love? Or is it kind of just, um, just out there? and people just can choose to acknowledge it or choose not to acknowledge it. Yeah, I feel like it's out there. I, don't, I feel like we, like, we feel like, especially in this country, that we have to earn everything, and even like yeah. really good things that we deserve, and that includes like a good income and healthcare and stuff. Um, that's why, you know what, <laughs> you like know, as wacky as this bitch was, but like Marianne Williamson is like one of the few candidates who was very much like into like crystals and like witch things i did not support her but now no no i was like 100 percent bernie but she's the only one who's saying things that like that are like we deserve like 
to universal this, universal that. So it's like, I'm like, you know what? She gets it. She gets it because she has an idea that like love is out there and we all deserve it. And um, I think like even like crystals for me, it is a really, even if I don't know someone that well, it is a really loving thing for me to like want to give it to someone because I just feel like um, if there's one thing that it's not going to work, like it's not going to magically heal you, but if there's just like one, like this aspect of like, hey, like at least like I'm thinking about you um, and I hope that things work out and this is a symbol of that working out, but it's all rooted in love for me. Right, right. It's kind of like, you know, the the new, the quote unquote new phrase is like sending positive vibes yes, or like, yeah. you know, the old, the old phrase is like, oh, thoughts and prayers, like we're gonna, we're gonna pray for you, but it's still kind of the, the the same concept right of like you're gonna look at this crystal and then remember that like the night that we had and theoretically that's gonna make you feel happier and there's like you know a bunch of bunch of studies that show like if you're in a better mood you're more likely to get over whatever is ailing you or or something along those lines and like and i hate um then one of my roommates actually had said this he was like oh like do you get offended if people ask um, or say like, oh, I'll pray for you. And it's like, well, it depends on the context. Cause like, I don't, I actually like, there's been times where like, if my dad was sick and I had a really religious friend and she was like, well, like he's in my prayers. And I was like, that's really nice. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, even if I don't believe it, it's just nice that you're thinking of him. So I wouldn't want someone, if I'm giving something to someone, I don't want them to think it's like me being like, oh, like in a pity way to be like, well, I'll be thinking of you. It's more right. of like, hey, things are going to get better. This is just this like weird time and just keep this on you. And I hope it brings you what you said, like good energy and good vibes. Yeah. So um, have you like kind of looked into anything because like, there's a bunch of studies that are like trying to prove this kind of crystals and spirituality and this kind of mindset, whether that can actually heal people faster or kind of help people get what they want. Have you like paid attention to any of that? And, and honestly, do you like believe it in terms of like if I, you know, if I hand you this love crystal, I f- you feel like they have a higher chance of, you know, finding a girlfriend or a boyfriend or something along those lines? Or are you just kind of like, nah, this is a personal thing for me? Um, No, I think it's definitely a personal thing. I also think like what you said before, it's like when people have something on them and they might just start to believe that like, oh, this is going to work and it might work. But I have read about um, like healing properties for crystals. Um, And it is really interesting because it's hard to there's so many things that come from the earth that like have such profound healing um even like like think about like turmeric like turmeric's really great for inflammation like black seed oil is insanely good like just your fruits and vegetables um all these things that are like literally from the ground and even though we're not like don't eat a fucking crystal but you're like (laughs) yeah i was gonna say are you telling me to just eat dirt because (laughs) (laughs) but like i also imagine that like like, you know, metaphysically people talk about like holding something that has like some sort of like spiritual, like transitive properties. And 
it's the same thing as religion. Like me saying I don't want to pray five times a day, but carrying around five crystals is really similar. Like I think everyone, <laughs> yeah. everyone has the thing that will, like will help them feel better. And I think that is like this is what it is for me. But I've definitely read a lot about um, like metaphysical properties of crystals, um, and I think a lot of it. Just, I also want to like acknowledge that like the stuff has been around for like, like years and years, like yeah. hundreds of years, and just Brooklyn white people made it like hip and cool. But it is like right. rooted in some people's cultures. Like it is a very cultural like thing to be like, no, like this will bring you happiness, or this will bring you like we hope that this brings you whatever you want in your life. So it is a gift, right. and it is like a. Uh, um, what's that thing called? This is why I should. This, no crystals for me learning English. <laughs> God damn it! Um, it's just like a, like a token of like, hey, like I appreciate you, and I'll, here's the thing. Yeah, got it. So, um, does that have anything to do with like what you brought up before that you said you don't really buy, which is just like energy transfer? therapy stuff oh, what, did, what did you call it it's so it's called, i don't know it, i i've never heard of it before but you were like oh yeah they bring this up also i it's bullshit so, <laughs> so it's, it's like wait what is that <laughs> it's actually so it's called um I, I always pronounce it wrong but it's like reiki and i don't it's interesting because i've done it before and it does make you feel really light and um huh. it, it does there's something about it like i don't think it's complete bullshit but i think that the people who are doing it in like maybe like a Brooklyn apartment, like some old white lady who's doing it, it might be. <laughs> um, I did actually have an older white lady do it and she was great. I really liked her. Um, but it's actually, it's actually, um, so Reiki is like a Japanese technique for like stress reduction and it like relaxes you and it's supposed to promote healing, but it's just supposed to be like someone giving their like energy, like their good energy and their healing energy towards you. So like you, you'll lie on like a regular table or like a massage bed or whatever. And it, they like, no one touches you, but like, you, Oh yeah. Yeah. So they're, <laughs> they're just kind of like putting their hands. Have you ever played that game where when you were younger and you would like rub your hands, um, like together really fast. And then you would like put your hand over someone else's and you would feel like some sort of like connectivity. I don't know if you've ever done that, but we used to do it. I always, yeah, I always thought it was just like heat from the friction of me which my could, hands it could together. Be, but like sometimes, <laughs> which it absolutely could be, but that's like essentially the concept of like, and they're not like rubbing their hands the whole time. They're just yeah. like, yeah. Um, I do think that like modern day shit has exploited it a lot because like I've done it for $30 because I'm going to pay, like it's not like free. But I yeah. know people who charge, like I was reading something, like people in Brooklyn are charging upwards to like 150 and it's like, f no, like what, like that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like, don't they understand they can get this crystal for two bought two dollars and 50 cents? Exactly. But Reiki, Reiki is all in that same group of things of just like, like I'm going to use energy and the energy that's around me to heal. So it's the exact same thing as like crystals. It's the exact same thing as me being like most of this, like the concept of God, at least for me might just be rooted in love and not like punishment. Right. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah, I've seen videos of the like. I remember. I think it was in college where like the first video kind of went viral of just like the the touch free massage, and it was just like you know me and my roommates who are all like engineers are just sitting there like what the fuck are these people spending money on and now like i moved to new york and find people that are into that sort of shit and i'm like oh they're like in my mind i see it as just like they're laying there and they think it's working so it is kind of working (laughs) it's like at least what i've kind of chalked it up to that's like religion too it's like it's uh, in my mind if it's working it's working Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah i mean i guess that i guess that makes sense um you know the world is how you see it so um so does this kind of link up with like in the same vein as my question on the the birthstones does this kind of link up with astrology in any way or are they like kind of different i guess ideologies uh i don't know if that's the right word but like is there some connectivity between them or is it really just like some people are into you know astrology and some people are into crystals i think there's definitely like a connection because a lot of people who even do reiki will um mention aspects of astrology and aspects of like the the stars and um like things that might be happening in the planet because they also feel like we're we're connected in a way that's um that's not just like it's just earth like it's like a whole like the whole universe like there's things that influence us beyond just what's in front of us physically and if you think about what's really funny is i was a science teacher um but i taught kevin bio (laughs) and i never told my kids about crystals so don't worry Uh, i was very like science oriented but um (laughs) there's one lesson i did teach about like um waves and like the moon's effects on like waves and tides so if you even think about just something like that where when people say oh it's a full moon um like physically things are getting pulled in a certain way and it's like we're also composed of water so why wouldn't we also be pulled whether emotionally or yeah mostly emotionally like why aren't like we probably are too and i think that's where like astrology also comes in where it's like no like the the moon and the sun and like all this shit like affects you because you're of the earth and you're of these elements as well yeah i mean what are these planets except not just big crystals exactly (laughs) (laughs) when we can colonize the planets i want venus yeah Ooh. yeah the hardest one to colonize (laughs) yep (laughs) um no it's funny that you bring up the full moon thing because i took a um i was a psych major in college so I took a lot of like clinical psych classes and there was a a mental health institution that was probably I think it was like a 20 minute drive away from our university and it was one of the only ones in our area and the area that we were in was like super poor so it was a lot of mentally ill people that were like addicted to meth and heroin and um, we would have classes with uh, some of the people that worked up there as like assistants they weren't like full-time students but they would come down to the university and just like try and learn a little bit more about the people that they're uh talking to and just taking like a class or whatever and like two or three different women came down and they would always talk about how like the people at the mental health institution whenever there was a full moon it just like it got crazy at the institution like there was something about 
the moon that was like kind of making these people um like they weren't able to sleep they were rowdier yeah. like they were getting in fights like that kind of stuff do you and ever like feel emotional the- like when you're when there's like do you because i track i know when there's a full moon but have you ever felt like intensely emotional and maybe like if you do obviously like with everything going on i feel emotional all the fucking time but yeah. maybe like next time you feel a certain like anxiety um like look up if there's a full moon if you're <laughs> but like especially because you're right like a lot of places a lot of kids like when i taught the full moon thing was always like a big thing where they're like oh there's a full moon the kids are going to be crazy same thing with huh. a lot of psych patients are really empathetic and they feel things that most people might not at a higher level so that empathy yeah. plus a full moon i think really does increase like a lot of anxiety a lot of sleeplessness um i get i like can feel i sometimes feel like when people are talking to me about something really sad and i get so sad with them so like for full moons and my period aligns with the full fucking moon which is <laughs> one of the most destructive Same. oh oh my god <laughs> it just sucks because i think like emotionally i just i like bow out for a few days and i try not to talk to people because i know i'm gonna pick a fight uh, no, I'm not gonna win, <laughs> and not a physical one, like yeah. just like, a verbal fight. Really, I could see the physical fight happening. Everyone too. keeps saying that. Oh. They're like, I could see you throw down, and I'm like really, I'm like really grateful that people think I can fight, but I can't fight for shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't honestly see you like fist fighting anyone, but I also like, I don't think I'd try anything either. Oh no, I would kill um, you. That's, that, that would be, yeah, I would right. murder you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's interesting that you, that you say that cause it's like, you know, you think like the, the restlessness and like that kind of energy or whatever. And then like back in college, like, you know, I'm at an engineering school so all my friends are engineers and so we think about it very logically is like well it's brighter outside so people are probably getting worse sleep and that was like that was kind of how I wrote it off up there I guess it's just like oh yeah you know there's more light coming through their window making it harder for them to sleep they're sleep deprived like you know there's a there's a logical answer to that it's just not nearly as much fun and then also like the ladies that would come in and explain this to us would get real mad if you try and explain that to them because they were like they were so sure that it would there was some spiritual energy that was going on there yeah and i think that like so i also believe in ghosts so like i totally <laughs> like i totally get like i get do mad. those come out with your period too or is it no. just the full moon um well so oh this is a fun i'm not gonna i just almost said the street like the actual address um but my <laughs> cousin we grew up in a town um and i could send this to you afterwards so like because people still go to the street a lot and i don't want my aunt to yeah. get harassed but um there is i don't know how many people you think hear this but not enough for your aunt to get harassed there's like three people probably who are like ghosts like avid ghost enthusiasts um but growing up they lived on like a street that was near something called like sweet hollow and um there were like like a lot of people died around there um there's it's just like it's a really sad area and it's just like completely covered 
just like really woody area and there have been times when we were younger that we would hear like really weird strange shit um once or twice i was like babysitting my nephew and his toy car that had no batteries and should not be able to move by itself would just start (laughs) to like move up and down the living room and then my nephew because he was still a baby would just scream that's my friend and I was like oh my god (laughs) I was like no I was like I will leave this baby with his friend and I will leave this house yeah give the friend a list of everything the baby needs and then get the fuck out of there that's his problem uh, no I would have been, this is why I can't be a mom either I would have been like oh, sorry my child got taken by a ghost I wasn't gonna get taken by the ghost um, then, then you could be one of those psych patients I was talking true. about before and it all comes full circle uh, but I know I, there's like parts of it that's like again like if I'm talking about the energy of like the world being like could be in a certain way that also means like there's probably like really weird bad energy and that I think that's what people mean when they say ghosts interesting so that that actually was going to go into what I was going to ask is like what do you think these ghosts are like do you think they're they're people like in your philosophy if everything's based off love are you are you thinking these are people that are like that were full of hate and died or do you think they just are manifestations of bad energy I think it's manifestations of bad energy and I like this is where I wonder like where your soul goes um (laughs) yeah because i think that like if we're talking about energy and we're talking about like energy is neither like created nor destroyed that Mm -hmm. does that means like it's cycled somewhere so if you have if you were like uh, like the places that are like haunted where like someone like murdered someone it's like i imagine that like that energy is still trapped and feels like desolate and dark and awful and evil because it might yeah. not be like what do, I don't know what happens to your your whole soul when you when it like when you leave but um, clearly there's still something around and maybe like good energy shit is just like doing its own thing because it's like no nah, I'm good <laughs> like I did what I wanted <laughs> to do um, but for sure like my aunt's house like there's so many stories and a lot of people were like oh it's built the house which it is it was built on a burial ground. Uh, like a yep, like a Native American. Historically, that's always worked out for us. I know. And they didn't even know they came to this us. country and they were like, "That's a nice big house." And then later they were like, "That was an accident." <laughs> that sucked. <Oop>. Yeah, <laughs> my bad, ghosts. It's all yours now. Yes. <laughs> um. So, what do you think? Because, like, part of me is like the, or I guess the logical part of me is like in my head it's like there's no such thing as good or bad energy like energy is energy but at the same time like if i say something super nice to somebody it's gonna it it essentially creates good energy for them and i'm kind of transferring the the energy that it took for the words to come out of my mouth to them and they kind of manifest it as a good feeling which could kind of be seen as good energy but that means there's also bad energy that could come like if i say something super mean the concept still applies so i guess like in your mind are humans really the only thing that can create bad 
energy and good energy because like you could argue a tree creates good energy like if it's a sunny day you look outside and there's like a nice tree blowing in the wind you feel happier but at the same time like can trees create bad energy i don't know this might be getting too like mumbo jumbo like bullshit thing where you're like (laughs) nah you're you're way past me buddy so well i think i like i'm trying to like actually think about this but for example, like I think like dogs, like certain animals, I don't think humans are the only ones that like understand good versus bad energy. And when I say True. bad energy, I'm thinking of not even like, oh, you said something mean to someone. Think about the times that you've been jealous. Um, that's mm. not a feeling that's great. Like when you're jealous and you're talking about maybe like another for like another comic success and you're like, well, I don't understand how this person might get whatever they want and I'm here doing X, Y, Z, but that stews right. in you and it's not like, it doesn't make you feel good and that's like when I, that's what I mean when I say bad energy because there's, there's this like f- horrible feeling that when you're jealous of someone um, and everyone gets jealous and I think it's normal, but when it like stays with you and it makes you bitter, that's like something and someone who has bad energy and you don't want to be around them in fact you might just be like oh like there's there's some people who i'm just like no there's something about that person i just doesn't feel good to sit with them and then there's some people who i've talked to very few times um but they're so genuine and they're so like honest and I just want to be around them because they have yeah. something that in my head is like better energy or good energy. Um, so even like people who love to like create drama, I think all of that's rooted in like this negativity and this awfulness. So like, yeah, like maybe looking at like a tree just fosters like something nice in you. Um, and there's probably like some creepy ass trees that remind people of like weird shit. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I think it really just depends on um, a person and like what they're feeling at the moment but i definitely think that like the good versus bad energy thing is really rooted in certain emotions that we don't talk about but they fester inside of us and they sometimes define who you are as a person so that's why some people are more fun to be around um yeah and i think animals are really similar like dogs pick up on good and bad people i think dogs can feel like if a dog didn't like me i'd be deeply deeply upset um <laughs> but if another comic doesn't like you fuck them <laughs> yeah i don't give a fuck but if a dog doesn't like me i'm gonna be so sad because yeah. i'm just like this dog realized something about me um so i think a lot of that uh factors in to like good versus bad but dogs uh dolphins and whales feel so much um hmm. they have like a profound sense of feeling and um, they get like elephants cry. They get like incredibly upset over certain things. So it's yeah. not just like a human thing. It's like we all, we feel a lot of shit and um, animals can pick up on that. Yeah. Well, I think that's actually a really good place to end because we're, <laughs> we're right at an hour and that was like pretty profound. I was like, I don't really know what to <laughs> say next. So, um, no, this was, this was awesome. I feel like I, I actually like learned something about kind of that realm of thinking and I understand like everybody's completely different and I could go talk to a hundred different people that are into crystals and they could all tell me different shit, but I appreciate you taking the time to, to kind of talk about it. No, thank you so much. This is a really fun podcast. You do a really good job. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
Um, so do you have anything that you want to plug before, uh, before we jump off here? I know you started another podcast, but I don't know, like without the, the comedy going on cause of the pandemic, I don't know, uh, what else you have going on. Yeah. So, um, you could just follow me on Instagram at Amama Sardar. I write a lot of weird satire and then I have a podcast oh, yeah. called inside the bubble where I interview people about like their favorite basketball moments and then I also ask them like personal questions like you know like why don't you love your dad so it's a fun <laughs> it's so fun that sounds intense yep <laughs> cool uh well thank you for doing this and we'll talk soon all right thank you so much <laughs> yep bye